0: Our next guest is brought to us by Tyre Power, big holiday sale. It's on now with 25% off selected Kumo passenger and SUV tyres. Sports Day SA. My day, live forever. On cruise
1: 1323 and
0: 1629 SEN SA. From the championship-winning Adelaide Giants, it's their general manager, Nathan Davison. Davo, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA.
2: Thank you, fellas. Great to be here.
0: Now, firstly, uh, a massive win. Uh, 43 years, you end a drought. Has it all sunk in yet?
2: Absolutely not, no. (laughs) We've watched the replay, I think, four times already. We're trying to make it sink in, but uh, I've been on the wrong end of it many times, so this is definitely a much better
1: feeling. (laughs) It sounds like everyone's having a pretty good day in the background there. Where do you uh, find you and your team at the moment?
2: Yeah, we're we're beachside in the West, mate. We're lucky enough to be at a a pub and and the boys are just sort of reminiscing, telling some war stories about how it all played out. And A lot of cheering when good things happen in the game with the replay and, uh, man, it was pretty tense. I I must admit, my heart rate still goes up a little bit even watching the replay. It's amazing (laughs) because uh, it was a really tight tussle and two really good teams, so... Pretty exciting finish to the season, mate. So we're all really pumped. Yeah,
1: and I imagine it may have been a large evening leading into today. So have have you still got the full squad assembled there or have you had a few drop away?
2: Mate, you you guys would have been around it long enough to know that you don't always get 100% patronage, I think, at these sort of days. But they normally float in and out during the day. Yeah, we've got most blokes here. One of the guys, poor old Nick Ward, had a fantastic year. had to fly out this morning about 11 and... uh, I'm sure he's uh, having a rough plane
0: ride too, but uh,
2: Ooh, yeah. he does have a championship under his belt, so I'm sure it'll
0: be fine. All right, Perth. Let's talk about the series. Perth got off to a fast start in game one. You guys got off to a pretty good start in game two and and won it pretty convincingly. Did you, as the GM, go in with confidence to game three? And and how was the playing group before game three? Well,
2: yeah, it was it was definitely some tension. That was uh, it was an interesting vibe, but. If you'd have told me before the start of the season that we'd go into game three of the championship series with one of our best young pitchers on the mound at home with a packed crowd, we would have said, yeah, we'll take it. So we've sort of had that sort of attitude about it, that it's sort of meant to be. Um, And then we came out, we fell behind early, which uh, put a bit of a win in the sails. with Jordy McArdle, our captain, hit a home run to tie the score up in the third inning straight away, uh, maybe the second inning. And... uh, and got us on our way, and then after that, as I said, the tension was high, the entire rest of the game, and we got some runs late, but uh, yeah, the feeling was great, and uh, and it remained that the whole time, and still great, people people are pumped to be watching it.
1: Was there any doubt that crept in after Perth got out to that two-zip lead early?
2: Yeah, I oh, don't worry, it was in my head, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure it was in, it's in, it's so much downtime in baseball, you get a chance to think about every possible scenario, and just talking to the guys today and hearing them relay their different viewpoints of it's one of the one of the great things about our game, but we we, we knew that we had to come back really quickly and Jordy put a really good swing on one and hit a home run, as I said, with the, and sent the crowd going crazy, and then after that, it, uh, there was a little bit of an air of confidence, actually, after that, once we got 3-2 up, and then our bullpen's been our strength all year, and the relievers put up seven zeros in a row for the last seven innings, which was just incredible, so... Um, full credit to them, and uh, and uh, it was yeah, it was very exciting, relieving to, to have that final out, mate.
0: Unfortunately, I didn't get down to see it live, but I was watching the whole game. Um, just what I noticed in the end of the game, how quiet the crowd went. You must have had more than I guess two and a half thousand people there, but how quiet they went between pitches, especially the last three pitches uh, when Van Steensel was trying to close it out.
2: Mate, you've, you've given me goosebumps, even reminded me about it, to be honest with you. And it was like we are at a tennis match, to be honest with you. You know, the crowd went bunter and crazy when something happened. And then just as the action was about to happen, because it was so tense, everyone just, you're right, that you could hear a pin drop. It was amazing. And then, uh, and then when we won, they just went berserk and they were so supportive. We had the best crowds in the ABL by far. Um, super support from our ownership, and they were all there. And it was, uh, it was a, a really cool feeling. And after 43, I'm actually really happy we don't have to talk about 43 years anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's only been one day now, so let that uh, sink in, and hopefully, as you said, it hasn't sunk in yet, but I'm sure it will over time. Let's talk about that man you mentioned earlier, Geordie McArdle. Smacked the two-run homer to get you guys back in the game. He was named the series MVP. Just talk to us about him, uh, his year as a player, and how much he's grown as a leader.
2: Yeah, and you hit the nail on the head right there as we... We we just it was a bit of a throwaway line early. I think I did an interview right at the start of the year and said this guy's is the closest thing we have to a captain. And from that second that I said it, then the guys called him the captain. And <laughs> um, and he really did accept that leadership role. And then you can lead by example and you can lead by what you, what what you talk. But he hit in eight runs. He hit three home runs. It was just it was a superhuman performance by him. And it's great to have it. He's only a twenty-four-year-old young leader that we've got, but an Australian guy doing so well is uh, uh, full credit to him. He's had he's had a rough ride, and we've all supported him. and uh, And it's great that he's come out this end. And he's battling today. He's been up all night, I think, the big seller, and he's been on <laughs> plenty of interviews and stuff. Uh, someone in the crowd bought him a captain's hat from the ship, so he's wearing <laughs> that around the place. That's so uh, very it's nice. Pretty funny.
0: Fantastic. What about Tank, uh, the coach, Chris Adamson? How was he after the game and how's he traveling at the moment? Yeah, he's a
2: total champ. He, uh, he's got a sore head that's for sure. But, uh, I'll tell you what, um, winning hangovers are better than losing ones. That's for damn sure. I know that. And, uh, (laughs) and, uh, he's, he's a great leader too of these guys. And we 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 identified, we need to change the culture of what we're doing. And he was a big proponent of that. And it's because of what he does and how he leads them and how he communicates that our team gets along so well and, uh, you can tell by so many people wanting to get around it. He's uh, he's going okay. He'll head back to the States in a couple of days. So uh, it's only a couple of short days for him to celebrate and then uh, then he'll be out of here and go and do his work in the, in the winter over there at the Chilies.
1: So when the celebrations do die down, you'll get together with your team and, and obviously try and work out now how to capitalize on this victory and, uh, and spread and get some more participation numbers throughout the game. So what could this do for baseball in South Australia?
2: Yeah, I think it's been a long time coming, and and I guess you got to f- continue to focus on the, the process without getting too cliché. But it's a great opportunity to show young people that they can get into a sport that can give them a chance to play on the national stage. And next month is the World Baseball Classic, which is the biggest baseball tournament in the world. That it, it starts in Japan and Taiwan and ends up in Florida, and uh, and it just helps continue to push the story that baseball a sport that can that can take you plenty of places. We've got great participation numbers. We're just sneaky. and We're we going to the radar a little bit, but the quality of people and player that we get out here in the Australian Baseball League is fantastic. Guys go onwards to the big leagues from little old Adelaide. So it, it's a story we'll keep telling, and all the guys want to come back and play again. Now, obviously, it's easy to say that when we've won, but uh, they want to be here in Adelaide. They love the environment. We train during the day. They hang out together. They play golf together. They eat and drink together. They have a great time, and it's just somewhere that people want to be.
0: I was just going to ask you that question about the roster. You obviously worked very hard pre-season to put together a winning roster. You did that. You've won the whole title. Uh, Is it easier now because you've won to think to bring most of these guys back next season?
2: Yeah, I I think um, oftentimes winning can cover up cracks. So what, what we want to still do is keep pushing and make sure that we're going to Capitalize on this and get the best quality of people and player that we can get. So there's going to be a few guys that don't come back, and we'll be able to identify what sort of spot we can fill. But for me, the biggest, most encouraging part of it is that we've got Australian talent that wants to be here. And the more and more I hope the Australian batchel steers itself towards being actually that—that that we have more Australian players playing. And, and that's you know your previous questions around. That's what we want to identify the pathway for the Aussies to come in there and play professional sport.
1: So the big question, you had the MVP on-field, Geordie McConnell. Who has been the MVP off-field uh, since post-game celebrations began? I can hear there's a bit of raucous in the background. There's a bit going on back there. Who's that? There
2: is a little bit. They're, they're totally aware that there's some interviews going on, that's for sure. And... Uh... <laughs> I, I think Geordie might have the the daily double. He might have been oh, the best on-air. Nice. So it's a big wrap for the leader. But leadership's a lonely place. Someone's got to do it, right? <laughs> That's
0: it. <laughs> um, Nathan, you couldn't put all the season together. I know you've got a great staff behind you, including Eric Bowner, who's been very good to us with giving us players and the coach and in, for interviews um, and invites to games, which we appreciate greatly. Um, bit of a hats off to your staff.
2: Oh, mate, that have been fantastic. and like, I know it sounds cliche, but we, we try to live and breathe it, and it's one thing to say, but we bring good people in. We've got guys that travel and pay their own money to come from America to come and work for us. The staff we've got all contributed and are on the same page, and if they're not, they're found out. And they, they're here drinking with us today too, and that's not not that I'm advocating drinking, of course. Some of them haven't coached, I'm sure, but... Um, they're here having fun and enjoying this, this period of time with us. So it's, uh, they're as much a part of it as volunteers and all that kind of thing. It's, it's, we wouldn't run without them. So we include them. was a great game where you can be inclusive and, and even
0: during the game you can get,
2: get access to people and uh, and we try and live and breathe that.
0: O, thanks for your time. Congratulations once again and I uh, hope you enjoy the next few days, maybe a few weeks.
2: No doubt we will. Thanks, Riddell. <laughs> <a little. laughs>
0: thanks, mate. Nathan Davidson, the GM of the Adelaide Giants, the championship-winning Giants. It was an enthralling contest. And, Coons, when I mentioned about the silence in those last three pitches, like there's 2,500 and, and there is not, not, not a breath being taken. It was unbelievable, that just the silence. And the roar when the third strikeout came, it was yeah completely over the top. And congratulations to all involved.
1: Yeah, amazing crowd. Uh, sell out, and no doubt they helped uh, the Adelaide team get over the edge in the end so uh, well done to the Giants and I love that I love to hear everyone in the background celebrating all staff involved uh, in the celebrations as well because as Nathan mentioned it's uh, it doesn't take just the picture and uh, Geordie McArdle smacking home runs it takes a a collective and you mentioned people coming from from overseas paying their own way it's um, yeah it's it's magic to see that they've won and they're all enjoying together. Yeah, it's amazing. It was a great, uh, great
0: weekend for the Adelaide Giants, breaking a 43-year drought. Uh, we've broken the drought for this show. Uh, another, it's come to an end again, Coons. Thank you for your company today.
1: Been a pleasure as usual, Bonds. I'm just, uh, are you devastated that you didn't get the invite down to the Giants celebrations? Um, no, we're well, too
0: busy. Too busy. Got to come here with you, <laughs> too, don't I? <laughs> too much on. You, you'll head out the front Wait, wait for him to leave and get some autographs later, will you? i got the cap on today. That's about it. <laughs> it's a good-looking cap, too. Yeah, it is. I like that. It Or is. Right, I'll see if I can get you one. Cairns, thanks a lot, and uh, thanks for listening to the summer edition of Sports ASA.